Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, well, maybe you're listening to this in the morning, so I can actually say good morning and I hope that your day is going to go fantastic. I'm actually praying that today, while you listen to this episode, right now you have a reset for the rest of the day that your mind, your paradigm is that today's going to be a great day. And I'm not one for a whole lot of mantras (laughs) or (laughs) focusing on, um, only the positive, right? But I am one for accepting reality and intentionally pursuing for my mind and my thoughts to be on truth. So I'm not focusing on positivity. I'm focusing on truth. And I say that the truth is, is that God has really good things for you. And no matter what you're in the middle of, no matter what your day looks like, I want you to go look to see what God is doing and how God is for you and let it just be a reminder that you can actually move your thoughts towards him, towards what he's doing, towards his goodness and having expectancy of his goodness. So that's not what today's episode is about, but it's what I felt just to bring to you so that no matter what day you're listening to this. And no matter what time of day, you just have a a little reminder to set your mind on what he's doing and remember to look for him, look for his goodness in your life. Today, I want to talk about this question. How do I actually find my calling as a coach? Because a lot of people are wondering, how do I figure out what kind of coach I am, what I coach on, who I coach? And that is just a common, that's a common question when you're starting out, when you're first finding that you have a calling in this direction, when you first start a business, when you first start working with people. But it's also a question a year later and five years later, because sometimes people are, they start coaching, but they don't necessarily really find their calling in coaching. I can tell you that my answer is... (laughs) That there is a simple in reality, but hard mentally, but doable with Jesus way. So what I would say to either the new coach or the coach who's, who's been going that doesn't find, doesn't feel that they have found their flow yet. Here's what I'm going to say to all of you, (laughs) and it would be contextualized to you based on where you're at in your journey. Number one, you start coaching. So if you're a new coach, you start coaching breathing people. You have to go out there 
because you're going to find the answers along the way. If you have been coaching, then I'm going to say, if you don't feel like you have found your real calling as a coach in the niche you're in with the people you're coaching, with the coaching strategy you're using, then you need to just start coaching differently. You don't need to stop or quit. You need to tweak. And then you just start coaching in a new direction. Coach some people outside of the zone you've been coaching them in. Coach some strategies. Find some new strategies. Ask the Lord to give you new ones. Go research different strategies. Find different tools. And just start pursuing it and seeing what works and what doesn't. Remember, you find the answers along the way. You don't know everything ahead of time. You will not just know 100% of what it's supposed to look like, what you're supposed to be doing, and then doing do it perfectly. This is not a get fit before you go to the gym scenario. This is real life. And no matter whether you're a new coach or you've been coaching and you're still trying to find your perfect fit and calling as your co- as a coach, just start coaching someone that it is in front of you. Ask God to send you the right people to start going in a direction. You will find peace and purpose will appear. They will come after you make a decision to start down a path and after you start walking on that path. That peace and purpose, they really get clarified after you make the decision to, to which way to walk and then start taking action by walking in that direction. You have to allow yourself to walk with imperfect action, knowing that maybe you're not going to walk as fast as you think you should. Maybe you're going to walk faster than you think you should. Maybe you're going to just find yourself on one side of the path and feel, oh man, I'm not covering the whole path yet. So what? Look what you're doing. Humans have a negativity bias, specifically for a lot of personalities. When it comes to ourselves, sometimes we can berate ourselves for not doing everything all at once, 100% perfectly. And I'm going to tell you right now to repeat after me. I don't do that anymore. Just say, I don't do that anymore. It doesn't matter if you've always done that. Decide to not do that anymore, to not operate that way and think that way, that you must be doing it all completely, fully, 100% perfectly from the get-go. That's not real life. That's a lie and you don't have to believe it anymore. So just say, I don't do that anymore. And when you feel perfectionism rising up and attacking you, Bless your spirit to lead your soul and your body. Perfectionism is happening in your soul. It is not happening in your spirit because your spirit knows that true perfection died on the cross for you. And that's where you find that. Your your spirit does not long for your soul and your body to be perfect because your spirit knows true perfection already and that he lives and dwells within you. So Jesus is your perfection. And when you find perfection rising up, then you know that your soul is wanting to lead you. 
wanting to lead what you think on and what you feel and what you do. And you don't have to keep following your soul. But you do have to be intentional about saying, no, you don't get to lead anymore. Remember, you like to go the way of the old man and I'm a new creation. So my spirit is going to lead us. Okay, that's what we're going to do. You can speak to your soul like David did. You can tell your soul what it needs to do, how it needs to get in alignment, and that it needs to get behind and follow the spirit of God within you. Okay, so you have to allow yourself to pivot when you need to. If you find that the direction you're going is not giving you peace and purpose, then pivot. You don't need to give up, quit. You just simply need to tweak or you need to turn or you need to pivot. Maybe there's a hairpin turn in the road. That is okay. It must be normal. And you have to give yourself grace. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to tweak. This is your business. It's not somebody else's. And you're the only one that is giving yourself these parameters and saying, oh my gosh, but I can't do that. I said I was going to go this way. Well, I've said I was going to go a lot of ways. And then I started going that way only to find Holy Spirit leading me a different way. What's the option? I'm going to tell you what the option is not. It is not an option to keep going the way I decided to go when the Holy Spirit's telling me to go a different way. It is not an option to keep going my own way. The only choice I will make is the way of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that's leading me with peace and purpose. After I make a decision and he starts walking down this path with me, if he says, veer off the path a little bit to the left, that's what we're going to do. And he will show me, he will show you how to take your audience with you. If you told your audience you're going one direction and Holy Spirit says, we're taking a sharp right turn here, then he's telling you that the audience you've had is not the audience he's called you to. And I understand fulfilling your commitments. And I understand being a person of integrity who does what they say they're going to do, but you're going to have to seek out God when it comes to time to let go of the people you started serving to go serve the ones he called you to, because he will give you a strategy about how to finish your commitments well, and still take that sharp right turn with peace and Take care of the people you said you would take care of, but then he can also give you a path to lead them on. Maybe it leads to other people, or maybe they don't need what you offered them anymore once you fulfill the commitment. And then you start going the way that he's going along that, along the line. So maybe you walk along the path you started walking on for a little bit at the same time, you know, with one foot while you walk with the other foot on the path he's leading you on. Sometimes there's grace to do that. And he's like, that's okay. That left foot over there on that path is finishing well, while your right foot is taking baby steps to go down this path that I'm calling you to. But pretty soon I'm going to pull you fully over onto this other path and we're going to go in this direction. So extend yourself a ton of grace. You're building something. You're making a difference in the world. You are 
impacting and influencing people, you're bringing transformation and great fruit. So that means you will have, there's going to be rocks on the path. (laughs) There's going to be boulders sometimes. Sometimes you're going to find snakes or squirrels. Sometimes you're going to stop and just watch the deer cross the path ahead of you. There's going to be, I'm just going to say wildlife (laughs) as you walk down those paths. Some of the wildlife is going to freak you out. Some of the wildlife is going to be really beautiful. And then sometimes there's going to be branches that smack you straight in the face. God has band-aids for all of that. (laughs) And all I can say is pray as you walk. So you need to pray and ask God to bring the right people who need what you have to offer. And you find what you have to offer as you pour it out. Sometimes you don't even realize what you really could be coaching somebody on until you have somebody in front of you needing that, which was, which is in you. And then it starts coming out of you. And at the end of the session, I love when this happens. You go, I didn't even know I knew how to help them. I didn't even know that I had an answer. Why? Because Holy Spirit fills your mouth. He gives you the words. He gives you the wisdom. And I'm going to tell you, I think that coaching is one of those places where the spirit of knowledge and wisdom, revelatory knowledge, revelatory wisdom, really pour out in coaching. And it's one of my favorite things to do. Sometimes people say, I wish that we'd recorded that when I have conversation. And I say, I do too, because I have no idea what I said. All I know is I said what the Lord led me to say. So don't thank me because I don't know that I knew that. (laughs) Go thank Jesus (laughs) because he's the one that just said it. He filled my mouth. My lips moved. My voice is what it sounded like. But that wisdom and revelation, that was the knowledge that I just gave to you. I was just being a vessel for whatever the Holy Spirit wanted to say. You can do that too. The Knowing God's voice, hearing him and being led by him, being used by him is not just for me or somebody with titles. It is for every believer. It's biblical. You can go find it. You have the ability to hear God and speak the words and the wisdom of what God your father gives you. Imagine being told you're a daughter, you're a son. But I don't ever want you to use your words to relay the message in my heart as a father. That's not for you. I, I hold that back for people um, at, on a, at a podium. Imagine that. Does that make you feel like a son or a daughter? If, you're, if your father were to tell you, actually, you're not the right son or daughter, so you can't speak for me. I'm going to tell you that is not in the Bible. Jesus said, go do what you see the father doing. See, he's saying like, go say what you hear the father saying. Go do it. Go, go be it. Be the father to the people who need to know his love. And they're coming to you. And if you're a believer as a coach, whether they know you're a believer or not, whether they are a believer or not, whether they want to know what God says or not, There's going to be something about you because the light is within you 
and it's going to be revealed. They're going to see it whether you think so or not. No matter what you're going through in life, the light of Jesus doesn't get burnt out. It doesn't get dimmer because you're in a hard place. It doesn't get dimmer because you feel depressed or anxious. It doesn't get dimmer because you're not successful in business yet. That light is there and the world is wanting what your light is. And they want to know what you can do to help them where they're at. And you can because you have the Father speaking to you. So you will find what you have to offer while you open your mouth and pour out what is inside of you. If you have an idea, then go test it. It's okay to experiment. It's okay to practice. It's okay to test strategies, tools, ideas, teachings, content, different ways of sessions different ways of meeting the people in front of you. That's okay to do. Whether you're new or you've been coaching for a while, if, if you have an idea and inspiration, don't lose it. Write it down and just test it out. Don't wait till you have sol- solved it and you have it perfectly laid out, okay? Just do little A-B testing. That's an, in business, that means you... Try it one way with this group of people. Try it this way with a different group of people and see which one gets better results, right? And then start asking God to reveal different tools that are contextualized to the right people in your niche. And you can create the tools. You can go find the tools and practice them. You just have to actually start practicing and It's either start practicing coaching in general and just get in front of some breathing human beings. Or if you've been coaching and you're still looking for your your specific calling as a coach, then go practice new things. Get ideas, get new tools, get new strategies, ask God for dreams, ask him to bring other people to you that bring confirmation and inspiration and I, you know how I am, I'm copy and contextualize. If I give you a tool on the podcast, it's free. If I share a template, an idea, if I, if I teach you anything, how can you take that information? Because you're listening to my podcast at the same, it's the same as if you were reading a book. I'm not going to know. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, Welcome to jump in the Facebook group and let me know. (laughs) But take the information that you get, turn it into knowledge that you can produce from and go turn it into something, a tool, a session strategy, uh, you know, some type of model, an offer, an email, a blog post, a teaching, and take take the concept, don't copy me exactly, But take the concepts I'm teaching you and go multiply them in a contextualized way to the people that you're serving or the people you want to serve or the people you feel God is leading you to serve and go read books, go listen to other audiobooks and podcasts that teach you things about what you need to know and help grow you. This is how you find your calling as a coach. You take action. You make decisions and you start walking 
in the direction of your decision. You look for peace and you look for purpose. Stop living life like you are stuck at a red light. God is a good father and he's given you a bunch of green lights. And when it is time to slow down or stop, you can hear him. You can trust him to slow you down or stop you or tell you to go a different direction. And there's no shame in turning around. Good for you that you just started moving. A lot of Christians, a lot of people in the world, but I'm going to specify and say a lot of Christians get stuck living at a red light and and never do anything because they think they're not supposed to actually start pursuing something until they have this audible voice of God with 17 confirmations that says, okay, the light's green. Let's go now. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a green light world you live in. Okay. The kingdom of God is yes. And amen. And you are called, you've been chosen. You're being equipped. You're being released. And I say, go do something with it. You have a calling, go step into it. It's okay that it looks the way it looks right now because God is going to refine you. He's going to refine your calling. He's going to refine your heart and your soul. He's going to refine your joy. And you can do this because all things are possible for those who believe and love God. And obviously I have to say that this would be a really good time to jump on the wait list for the called to coach creative mastermind. That's going to be starting soon. We're going to spend time actually clarifying your vision and your call cultivating your calling and your core message. So you're actually going to have people to talk to about your calling as a coach and then creating a strong business foundation and crafting consumable content. Learn how to extract content from what you know so that you can nourish your audience and then communicate what you offer with confidence, not slimy feelings, but actual confidence. Really, you'll come away with knowing how you can actually tell somebody what you do and how you can offer it to them, how you can serve them and even tell them what it costs and not feel super weird about it and get anxious about it. And then actually figure out how you care for your audience using coaching so that you can multiply fruit in the world around you and have influence and impact. So go to the show notes. You can jump on the wait list through the link there or sterlingandstonementoring.com. Okay. I would love to see you there. And I know that if you're listening to this and you've gotten all the way to the end of it, that you're called to coach. And you might just be wondering, how am I called to coach? Who am I called to coach? And how do, what do I do? Whether you've been coaching or you're just brand new in this, you might be wondering, how do I really start walking in what I'm called to do? Not just do, going through the motions, doing what I can do, but I really want to do what I'm called to do. And that is the point of this mastermind. So get with some like directed, like-hearted, helping hearted people. And it's really fun to find people that you can talk about your passion with. I, I wish that I had had this. So that's exactly why I'm creating it to give you in six months, everything that you need to get going with God, creating your story, your legacy with God as a coach, a modern day discipler, and using the vessel of coaching and doing it with the right people. So 
I'll see you there. Bless your friend. Have a great day. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.